Hey, it's Collective Crew. I'm Kyla. And I'm Heidi. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about four current habits that we have in our lifestyles, as well as four kind of future habits or goals, I guess you could say, um, that we want to touch on just to kind of share that we too are just ordinary humans trying to make it through every day and be our best selves. We are on a journey as well as everybody else. We always will be. And first, let's talk about the things that we have learned to incorporate in our life that are just a natural habit. Yeah, because if you listen to our last episode, we talked about some of our little habits that we had to kick that weren't super great. And so we wanted to kind of talk about... um, One thing for me that's huge is I omitted the soda, as I spoke about before, um, and I have since replaced that with water, um, which I've always liked water. I just, it wasn't (laughs) a priority, right? Like, I mean, when you have have soda and you have tea and coffee and all these other great things to drink, like, why, why do you want water? I know. A lot of people say they hate water. Yes. I've talked to people. very hard. I have a client, this dear client I've had for seven or eight years, and the whole entire time I've known her, she tells me that she hasn't drink water, and the whole time I've known her. Yeah. My grandpa's the same way. There's people out there. He went to the doctor the other day, and the doctor asked him how much water he drank, and he said, none. (laughs) Like, how do you... (laughs) The thing is, is I'm not going to judge because I've been pretty close to having none, (laughs) but yeah, so now I'm roughly at a gallon and a half to... Gosh, even during the summertime, sometimes two gallons. Yeah. I know that sounds absurd to a lot of people. Which, But that, if it's summer and you're sweating. Yeah, and you're thirsty and you crave it. It's not like I have, you know, I mean, I do have a goal of try to at least get a gallon a day. I think yeah. that that's, you know, pretty standard. But um, it's like anything else. The more you have, the more you want. The more you want. The it's you so crave. true. It's tell so him true. What you, tell him about Chad the other day, my husband. <laughs> And his water and how yes. you were so concerned. I He said that he drank maybe one or two, what, like 17 ounce bottles of water a day. And I No, was, like a one eight ounce bottle a what, day probably. I was floored. <laughs> I was like, how are you functioning? Like you work so hard and you go all day and... And bless him, he says, well, when I do drink more, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I do feel better. <laughs> like, yeah. We're all like, oh, really? That's good to know. Yes. No, we're not lying to you. I know. Sweetie. So yeah. he has actually gotten in the last like month, he, I gave him one of my old uh, reusable jugs and I have to say I'm so proud of him. He has yeah. been drinking at least 64 ounces a day. So good That's for all him. it takes yep. is get a water bottle. Yeah, for sure. I know. I was very concerned. It was on my mind. I was like... Like texting him like did you drink water today have you drank any water <laughs> yeah so that's a big life change uh lifestyle change for me that I would oh I couldn't even go back to I can't even I imagine. know I know sometimes I feel like I get stressed if I don't have enough mm-hmm. like oh crap I need more water I haven't had enough water well and just the benefits of like I mean your skin like I get so many compliments all the time on my skin and you know like what products do you use and honestly it's like Water. Water. <laughs> you got a headache? You need some you water. You need some water. water. I know. That's always my first thing. Water. My, yep. My employees probably get sick of hearing me tell them to drink more water. Yeah. When they well, think back to when we were kids. Like, we didn't take water bottles to school. I hardly ever used a drink fountain. I don't remember yeah. ever drinking water. I know. I grew up in the middle of yeah. the dang desert. And I think that's what I think back. I'm like, man, we didn't. How did we survive? I know. I know. We would have been a lot better off if we had more water. 
Yes, energized. And I've taught that to Ava. She also, my daughter, she drinks a 64-ounce bottle of water every day. She has yeah. the one with the cute little lines that tells her the time. And boy, she's a stickler <laughs> for sticking Start to those. Start young. Yes, yes. So it's, it's great all the way around. So same. get out it's, and get some H2O. It makes me so happy when people drink lots of water. Yes. Um, yeah, for me, I've always, I've never hated water. I, you know, when I thought, oh, I need to drink more, it was like, okay. No big deal. And once I stopped drinking the milk <laughs> from the last episode, I replaced that with water. I was drinking even more water. Yes. And for those of the the listeners out there that, you know, really want to hone in on their weight loss journeys, water is going to be your best friend. Yeah. So yeah. everyone's heard the saying, drink a glass of water before you have a meal or before mm-hmm. you eat. Yep. Yeah. So water. So current things it's definitely number one water intake mm-hmm. number two would probably be just the lifestyle of like incorporating working out right yeah for sure for some sure. some type of movement every day you know and i mean like granted you need rest days recovery days things like that but you know uh even if you get out for a 15 20 minute walk just to get those endorphins going you know yeah just to move your body like mm-hmm. it works so hard for us the least we can do is move it that's mm-hmm. what it wants exactly so i think that's huge with both of us and trying to honestly just find something that you really enjoy because there's so many forms of exercise out there i know a lot of people are like i just don't like to lift weights okay fine you know I get that like I don't like to ride the spin bike I mean I know lots of people that love that and that's not my thing you know so just really finding something that you enjoy or you learn to enjoy you know because I mean if you hate give it a fair shot all of them you know but like get out and try some tennis or I mean anything (laughs) like to get your body moving you can't tell me that anything physical you hate all of it there's got to be something you know whether it's swimming or you know, yoga, Boxing. Pilates, yeah. like anything out there, just try everything until you find out what you like, because it is going to feel like a chore until you find that true enjoyment. And so I think, you know, for me, that's been lifting weights. Personally, I do love cardio. I'm, I love to run too, but, um, it's not always been like that. And of course, when you first start, like it's always going to be hard. It's uncomfortable. Sure. You're out of shape. Like, especially if you are overweight, like you have this extra, you know, weight that it is difficult, but I promise you, like if you, if you find a passion in it, it's going to make it so much easier to look forward to. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just one more task on your list of things to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to work out. I have mm-hmm. to work out. And not to say that that's not going to happen because sure. we, we're all sometimes human. we're busy and it's uh, like, oh yeah, I still, I haven't done it. Like I need to do it, but I have, we get to oh, work for out. Sure. And that's the thing is, is I think anytime you change your, you know, mental shift around get to instead of have to, you know, and not to say I have days where <laughs> My goodness, I it takes everything I have, you know, to uh, make myself get up and do that. But never one time have I ever regretted doing it. That's Mm -hmm. so true. I love that. Yeah, nobody ever regrets it. Um, for me, when I started really working out, the biggest thing that really catapulted me into shifting my mindset was going to a doctor. I went to a neurologist because I was having a lot of migraines and she told me that I needed to work out. She asked, she says, how often do you work out? And I'm like, um, never. Like, what's that? (laughs) And she just kind of gave me this look of like, well, how do you expect to feel better or to not have headaches if you're not 
exercising. Mm -hmm. And she told me, she says, you need to have minimum 45 minutes, five days a week. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it was this huge thing. Like that's too much. Well, it sounds overwhelming, right? Going Especially from zero to... Yeah. But you know what? That's my personality. It's like all or nothing. <laughs> so for me, I was like, okay, if I really want to help myself, I have to work out and this is what it's going to take. And And I stuck to it and I was like, okay, like I can't complain about this or having headaches. Like I have to be doing... A workout so that was really helpful for me to just think okay and I have doctor's orders yes and I think that so many people can relate to that in so many ways whether you get migraines or not you're going I, there's no way that you can be out of shape and not exercise and not have some sort of issue yeah, resulting from ailment. that whether yeah. it is your physicality something along those lines or your mental state you know yeah 100 percent. and i think a lot of times both i mean yeah. i know for me in the past it was both you know yeah. and uh, you don't even realize no, a lot until of time. you're yeah i knew i was in a bad place mentally and i don't mean to sound bad as in i wanted my life to end or anything like that you know it was just the simple fact that like you know when you're truly happy the majority of the time or you're not right you know and and if you're not exercising or you're not getting, you know, that in daily, uh, you're going to feel a lot different than if you are, you know? Yeah. So I think being aware of that, you know? Yeah. So the working out, mm -hmm. um, and then moving into food. Number three. Yes. <laughs> food is huge. Food is. Food is huge. Uh, I think for, yeah, for me, like the portion control, you know, I, I really had a love for healthy food to begin with. So just getting that portion control and I would, cooking at home. Yeah. I would have to say that one, like, admirable quality that I always, like, saw in you was, you know, the eating healthy aspect. Even though at the time, like, I didn't recognize that you had a portion control issue, <laughs> you know? I just yes. knew that, like, you were way more aware of what was healthy. And I think that, like, so many of us were raised not knowing that and our parents yeah. didn't know that and so they didn't know any better it's not like they purposefully fed us you know bad things but like even more so in today's world how many added ingredients and preservatives and yeah. all that and so when Checking i talk about labels. yeah when i talk about eating healthy with people it's not necessarily about a good food a bad food you know ice cream and donuts versus a salad that's not what i my take on healthy is my take on health is knowing and understanding what it is is in your food so if you're going to go to the store and buy your kids a box of graham crackers it's not pumped full of preservatives and extra unnecessary ingredients it's understanding to look at that label and say okay this is real raw organic food that i can pronounce the ingredients i know what they are and i know what's going into mine or my family's bodies yeah. you know and i think that's huge and and i don't you know think that it needs to become this obsessive right you know, that you're reading yeah every every label of every product that you're buying but when there's better options out there why wouldn't you try to choose that yeah you know and that's kind of where I feel like I learned that you know from watching you you know I'm picking certain brands over other brands oh, or thanks. you know <laughs> yeah but I, it's just so important because there are so many things in our food that yeah it's scary and it's so simple it mm -hmm. just takes a quick glance like mm -hmm. even if you have two products 
sit and compare them for a second. Yeah. It, it doesn't take long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, oh, this one has five grams less of sugar in it. And for my kids, they are, the sugar is endless. It's in oh, yeah. everything. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to always try to pick the option that has less sugar because they're still getting treats and plenty of things. Oh, yeah. I just saw yesterday, I think that, and I hope I reference this correctly, but um, kids should have an average of no more than six teaspoons of sugar. And on average, the American child is consuming more than 20 teaspoons oh, yeah. a day. Yeah. Be just from added sugars alone. That's, Easily. You know, and, and that's in products that you wouldn't even really think had that much sugar in it. Right. You know? Like yogurt, for example. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah, like, let's have some yogurt. Well, a lot of the yogurt out there, there's 15 to 20 grams of sugar in a serving yes. of yogurt. Yep. Their whole daily. <laughs> and it's such a small amount, too. Yes. Their whole daily allowance in one package of yogurt. Yeah, one little tiny, mm-hmm. it's like a fourth of a cup of yogurt. Or Not things even a that you wouldn't cup. even think like a slice of bread. Like, who, you know what I mean? Yeah. When there's countries that that won't allow Subway to consider their food bread because the sugar content in it is so high. And yet here on the TV, everybody's talking about how healthy Subway is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so it's just for sure, being do, aware of yes, the food, doing, the balance. Doing your research and just finding some of those things out. Making those swaps alone is going to help you you know, live a healthier lifestyle, lose some weight, feel more energetic, not be so sugar crazed all the time and have those cravings. Yeah. Uh, And then number four, the self-awareness kind of tied up all of the, the item fixation and (laughs) all of those things together. You know, the smoking, like just being more self-aware of what we're doing and why we're doing it. Yeah, I think if you're not getting to the root of what is causing those behaviors, those actions, those things, um, you're never going to be able to fix them, right? Yeah. Because you just get up and it's routine. It's what you do. You don't think twice about it. And so taking that time to really almost sit outside your body and watch what you're doing. Yeah, observe. Yeah. And from a non-judgmental Right. You know, point just being aware of what's going on. Yeah. And is it coinciding with my values and my desires and goals of what mm-hmm. I want? Exactly. Because I think that's one of the biggest things. Like I see so many people that um, a lot of my clients, that's their big question to me is, well, how do I change it? I mean, I want to. Yeah. And I'm like, well, tell me, list five things that you want to change. And usually they can't even do that. But if they do, I'm like, okay, well, why do you do that? I don't know. It's just what I've always done. Okay, well, let's dig a little deeper and find out, you know, why it is that's what you've always done. Yeah, let's take some accountability. Yeah, and and, and that's the biggest thing is not blaming it on an outside source. Oh, well, I'm too busy or, oh, this is just more convenient or this or that. Like, we're not asking for reasons why, you know. Because we can all come up with a hundred excuses. Exactly. Exactly. And so really um, taking accountability as well as being self-aware, you know, right. Those are my actions, my feelings, you know, and our minds are built that way. We want to fix things. Mm-hmm. We want to find solutions. Exactly. And if we're looking in the right place of self-awareness, we're going to find those reasons to get what we want mm-hmm. and be able to fix it. We're going to be able to problem solve like, okay, I want this. 
and these five things are in my way, how can I move around them? How can I work through that? Well, and I think too, just understanding the timestamp on that and that there really isn't one. And I think (laughs) that's like the hardest thing for all of us. And this will kind of lead us into, you know, our next topic that we'll discuss, but, um, is just how, how do I get there? Getting the game plan down. Um, and, just being able to incorporate the new things that you want. Because we, yes. we both have like four goals that we've talked about that we want to share that we're going to try to incorporate as just a daily habit. Yeah, and I think that when you don't have that mapped out or planned out in your mind, how are you going to get there? Like yeah. if you don't have GPS, you don't have Siri, you don't have a map, <laughs> and I tell you tomorrow, Heidi, I need you to drive to New York City. How on earth? There's no signs. There's nowhere to yeah. How are you going to get there? And so, you know, just coming up with that and, and being realistic and knowing that you're going to have to check in with yourself every single day. It For me, it's been something that it's a constant reminder. And even things that I thought that I would be doing habitually now, because of course I am. Some of those things, they've started to become natural for me. But there's things that every day I still have to remind myself why I'm doing it. (laughs) Yes. What the end result is that I'm doing it for, you know, and, and that it's coming. And I might not look in the mirror and see exactly what I want, you know, inner or outer, but that I'm way better off than I was three months ago, six yes. months ago, you know. So that, that leads us into the first thing. Like yeah. you, you said that you want to, you know, you're doing a bodybuilding competition and that's what you're referring to, right? Like the things, the, the that physicality. You're... Yeah, for sure. And that, and that is something that, you know, I mean, I'll be real and honest. Like there's days I wake up and the look at, I'll look at myself in the mirror and I don't want to say I feel disappointment because I don't, I'm really, really proud of where I've come. Right. But in my mind, I still think, oh, I should be further along than I am right now. I've put in so much effort, you know, and I think that's where I referenced, you know, earlier is just being aware of how long something takes to achieve anything. I know, and it's so cheesy because so many people say it, but anything worth having, you have to work so hard for So hard. And you really do. And so I think that when you are trying to change something, giving yourself that grace, right? And, And understanding that, you do have to wake up and tell yourself every day, remind yourself why you're doing that. Um, so that's something that I want to put out there that I'm being held accountable for, not only by myself, but by you and the listeners, you know, um, I've had in mind now to, that was my next step was a bodybuilding show. And so I plan to compete hopefully this coming year, 2023 in a bikini show. Um, that's amazing. That's, that's a big goal. It's very, it's, it requires a lot. I know you can do it. I know you'll get there and I'm so excited to see. Thank you. And I won't have to go through the the hard times <laughs> i'll just get to see the end result like oh wow look at you that happened so fast and that's funny because a lot of my clients they have asked me about it you know and and i've told them and but there's so many people i haven't really put it out there you know like said it on social media or anything and i think that so many people see somebody from like where I was when I started my weight loss journey, they see that picture, Mm. that before picture, and then they see that after, and they're like, oh, man, like, she can do it, but they don't see the years of, you know, this daily stuff that we're talking about. It's all about the instant. That's all we want Mm -hmm. right now. Everything is so instant. Mm -hmm. But I know you'll get there. You'll do it. It will be amazing. Thank you. 
why don't you tell us and share with us one of your future physical Yeah, so for me, I really want to focus more on agility and yoga, the mind-body connection. I've always thought yoga was not really a workout (laughs) until I started doing it. I was like, wow, it really is. And it's really nice to get that mind-body connection. Um, The more I've looked into it, the more I loved it. As with anything, it's you know kind of like, oh, I don't know. But once you do it, you learn to love it. So for me, yoga and agility kind of coincide. I really have gotten good at being strong and, you know, having like being tight and lifting. And I want to focus more on just being flexible. (laughs) And what do you think with that goal? What do you think that that's going to provide for you in your life? For me, I feel like, um, like I mentioned before, it's so easy for me to be black and white, all or nothing. And the whole yoga and agility being flexible is just that, like being more flexible, (laughs) being okay with it and having room to just breathe and just be comfortable and not having to go a hundred or nothing. Yeah, or so hard. And you know, just being more comfortable, feeling more comfortable in my body, being able to move. And, you know, I see people do things where it's like, man, that takes so much strength, but also so much flexibility. And it's something to work towards. And I, and I desire that I want to be more flexible. I want to be able to move my body and feel agile. Like I'm going to live forever. (laughs) And, and what do you think as far as, um, your mental state, what that will do for you? Is there any mental yeah, aspect I mean, tied in? Yeah, for sure. Just like being more in tune and aware, just that self-awareness of the mind-body connection because it's really easy to let your mind go rampant and have so many thoughts. But when you're doing the yoga, like you have to be all there. Mm-hmm. For me, like lifting weights, it's pretty easy to have other thoughts while I'm doing it and move through really quickly. But yoga forces you to slow down. It forces you to think a hundred percent of your thoughts on exactly what you're doing or else you're going to fall. You're going to, you're not going to be able to do it. So maybe being present. More? Yeah. Correlating yeah. into your life, right? We yes, can all, absolutely. I'll work on being <laughs> present in the moment. I know I'm not always looking forward to something, enjoying the moment, right? Yeah. That's what I've, when I've practiced yoga, I'm not a regular, you know, but when I have, I think it really helps me hone in on just being in that moment. Yeah, like letting go of whatever came before Mm -hmm. your practice and not being, you know, bombarded by the things that you have to do in the day. It's like that time you're just focusing on one task. And the breath work in it is amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's something (laughs) I think that uh, would be another goal for me physically too is, you know, to work on on that. I've gotten recently into some deeper breath work and ah, I can't explain like how (laughs) it's like with the water. Yeah. We forget to drink water. We forget to To breathe. breathe. (laughs) Yes. And it's like, it's crazy how many different breathing techniques there are that can help with so many different mental and physical aspects in your life. It's something to really, really look into. And a lot of these topics that we're covering, like I really would like to give a good 10 to 15 minute, you know, in the future segments 
on helping people understand and discover what some of these things that we're talking about are. Yeah, and finding those reasons of how I'm going to actually do this. Like, what are the baby steps? Uh Uh-huh, and how incorporating that into your life you know, can help in other areas as well. Yeah, the domino effect. And and we'll go into that on another episode of sharing Mm -hmm. the benefits that we've seen personally from doing these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit maybe about a little more personal uh, goal that you Yeah, so another goal that I would really like to incorporate, and this one is multiple times a day because... Uh, it's tolerating moments of rejection or negative feelings, um, not reacting to them, just learning to sit with them and let them pass and move through them without reacting. That's something that I'm really wanting to incorporate is just a habit that I can just slow down and just tolerate, be comfortable with those uncomfortable feelings in the moment, that they're they're just feelings, they're not going to overtake and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's real just because I'm thinking it or feeling that way so whether it's with my kids my husband myself just any of those negative feelings um just sitting with them and letting them have their moment and letting them go separating them from who you are yeah not internalizing it and having it affect my day and that quick reaction because then it's just another one, another one, another one, and that build up that stress. So that is definitely something I want to work on. That's amazing. I think that we all, all could <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely like, work on that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, and I think just acknowledging the feeling, right? Because yeah. I think that we are all so, you know, quick to react on whatever it is instead of sitting and just thinking like, why am I feeling like this? You know, it just is. It, yeah, or putting it on other people, yeah. like blaming them. The, nobody else has that power to make you feel anything. You get to choose however you want to feel. And I think that that's where people get really confused. And especially right now where everybody's getting offended and, you know, um, that's a choice. Yeah. That's a choice. For to sure. Be like being, yeah, not being offended, like protecting your peace. Like I've had that in my mind a lot of just do I want to let my peace go for this? Is that something, am I willing to give up my internal peace for this thing that happened this particular or this, moment. or this yeah. thought or this feeling? Do I want to let those negative thoughts like consume me right now? Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm really trying to focus on too, is um, being more protective of my peace and my energy. Mm-hmm. And not, yeah, definitely not giving somebody else the power. Yeah, it's very hard though to to realize like, oh shoot, I'm accountable. That's yeah. all. That's all on me. That's my feeling, not theirs. Yeah, like I can't put it on them. I can't. They're gonna choose. Be mad. To like it's gonna hurt me. Yep. They're gonna choose to act or react however they desire, and that has nothing to do with me. Yeah, it is. It is definitely tough in those high emotion moments. <laughs> yes. Um, tell us about your last one that you'd like to incorporate. Oh, I hate to have to be so honest because there's moments we're not proud, but I do need to work on my journaling skills. That's that's one thing I've gone through points in my life where I've been really, really good at it. 
Um, and then I'm in a current time period where I've been very neglectful of it. Um, I'm in the midst of moving to a whole nother state, selling my business, and I'm giving you a lot of excuses as to why I'm not <laughs> journaling right now. But that is my, my, my goal right now is to get back into that. And I will be honest, I'm not somebody to sit down and write out my day. For me, that's not what journaling is necessarily. Like at the end of the day, kind like, of a recap? Is I, that what you're saying? Yeah, that's not really like my type of journaling. I know a lot of people like that. For me, mine more so was a reflection, you know, and yeah. I gratitude journal every single morning. I, I have an app and I'm on a streak of, I think like, I mean, it's over a year. I haven't missed a day. Wow. See, so, so you are journaling. So I'm gratitude journaling. Okay. I want to get back to kind of like inner reflection journaling. Um, gotcha. So kind of what I've done in the past is I like to list and I'm a big numbers person. <laughs> so hence the, for this, for that, all of our number system we have going on here, but um, I like to, you know, four things that made me happy that day, four things that I could have worked on better that day, you know, um, and really including affirmations in those, you know, journal prompts because I do affirmations in my gratitude journaling in the morning, but they're pretty standard rehearsed ones at this point because I still feel like I need to hear those every day. Kind of like a mantra. Yes. Um, and so kind of getting more in tune with that reflection, you know, I mean, gratitude does that on its own because you're reflecting on what you're grateful for, but kind of just what I could have done better that day. What, you know, what I, what maybe setting out that tone for what I'm going to do to make that day great instead of looking at, you know, yesterday, just those types of, yeah. Like what intention do I want to carry throughout the day mm -hmm, and those things. And I do have timers set on my phone that, you know, are supposed to prompt me, which they do, but not all of the time. Are you present? Like you might glance over and see it's reminding you, but you don't really read it. You know, (laughs) you're like, I am not acting on that right now. The irony. I have one that prompts me every day that says, I am grateful for this moment. And a lot of times (laughs) I just swipe it because I'm like so busy. Right. Like I don't have time right now to think about this moment but we do yeah but how wonderful is that like you've done it for over a year like you've taken the time to do the gratitude every day yeah that's amazing that is so admirable I love that I I I would love if that was me (laughs) I really appreciate that and I am like I am proud of that but there's always like we said room for improvement and room to grow and I do want to be held accountable you know yeah um, a more depth of like reflection especially Mm -hmm. like doing the bodybuilding thing right now Mm -hmm. I think you know, when that's all said and done, it'll be really cool to look back and see mm-hmm. a reflection journal going through the process. Oh, for sure. Because you feel so, do so it. many things. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I will. You just feel so many things all the time. And I think that we, by putting them down either on your phone electronically or writing them, um, it just does bring more, more depth of self-awareness because yeah um I was listening to this thing the other day and they were talking about how it was Dr. Amen you know the doctor that found out about CTE and Mm -hmm. um he's conducted the most brain scans and that's what he was speaking about how people have so hard internalizing things right now because they never shut stuff off to give themselves time to think any free moment they grab their phone did you know on average a person checks their phone over a hundred times a day oh yeah and even just the amount of information is astronomically higher nowadays that we're consuming daily yeah it's so overwhelming and so like not taking time to journal or meditate or even to reflect on those feelings that you had like you're sitting here telling us that you want to you know learn to not be so reactive 
that's amazing in itself because you're even aware that you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. step ahead of, you know, <laughs> of most anyways. And so yeah. I think that that's the key is, you know, doing incorporating some of those things mentioned, you know, to just bring more self-awareness. I know that's my goal. So hopefully our listeners can help yes. keep us accountable. That's my goal too. Um, mm-hmm. My journaling since 2015, I've kept a journal. It's not even full yet. It's not that big of a notebook, but I've done... Just a, some days it's a sentence. I don't do it every day, but I try to just keep up and I'll get my calendar out and look at, you know, pictures on my phone. Okay, like what did we do last couple of weeks or the last month? And just try to write a little recap or like little cute things that happen or thoughts that I have. But just thinking like, hey, I haven't filled a single notebook and it's been over five years, but it's still something. It I would just really like to do more of the reflecting like you said Mm -hmm. the journaling Mm -hmm. it would just yeah it would be a lot better for sure well i think that about wraps up the episode today i would love if anybody would like to leave in the comments we would love to hear what you want to work on or what you're currently working on that you're super proud of how far you've come and where you want to progress we're always you know eager to hear everybody else's story and share share that as well yeah it can be a place of accountability and just putting it out there sometimes that's all it takes to give you that extra push of like i'm doing this yeah exactly exactly awesome well thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode